and welcome to Michael's Record Collection, where we talk about great music with the people who make it and the people who love it. I'm your host, Michael Citro, and this is episode number 119. And actually, we are not talking to anyone else that loves it or makes it, that being music. Uh, we're just talking to me. This is a self-contained episode, a little bit different. In this episode, I wanted to talk about what do you do when you can't decide what you want to listen to? A lot of you have very big, massive CD collections or record collections, and sometimes it's not easy to think, what am I in the mood to listen to? So I wanted to tell you about my methods of picking what to listen to when I can't decide. And hopefully you can uh, you can let me know what your favorite methods are of choosing what to listen to when you can't decide. Do you just randomly grab something out of the stack? Do you just listen to the most recent thing you bought? What is it that you do? I'd love to hear from you. Please let me know at michaelsrecordcollection at gmail.com and uh, maybe uh, get some creative ones. I'll read them on the next show. Before we get to the episode proper, I want to remind you, you can go to michaelsrecordcollection.com where you can find links to everything, including how to sign up for my free newsletter, get it in your email every week. There's also a link there to my Patreon where you can find out what extra benefits you get for supporting this independent podcast and my independent newsletter for as little as $2 a month. And you'll get a little bit of extra stuff on the side for the support. And of course, like anything else, the more you support the show, the more your benefits increase. There's also links there to my social media accounts, but I'll just tell you what they are here so you don't have to go looking for those. It's at Mike's Records on Twitter and Michael's Record Collection on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. All right, with all of that preamble out of the way, let's get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Michael's Record Collection. This is a very special episode. I guess you could say it's uh, it's not a typical episode as uh, today I don't have a guest. It's just me. Uh, but I thought what I would do for this episode is bring to light some things that um, have been a problem for me and how I've kind of circumvented the problem. So I thought for this episode, I would bring something to your attention that happens to me a lot. And it may not happen to you, but maybe it does. And maybe this is something I can share with you, my method of getting around that thing, that problem, and uh, maybe it will help you. Or maybe you can tell me your solution to the problem and uh, help me out. I'm always looking for new methods of solving problems. But the problem here that I want to talk about to start this show is that I want to talk about what do you do when you can't decide what album you want to play? I mean, it happens. I mean, if you're like me, you get asked, I don't know, three or four times a week, uh, what do you want for dinner? What do you want to, where do you want to go for lunch? And I never know. I mean, I've, you'd think after 50 plus years of having time to figure it out that I would have an answer. But the truth is, I like many, many different kinds of food. I like many different kinds of restaurants, and I don't have a strong opinion. So it's not that I don't care. It's that I can't pick. I'm indecisive. And the same thing happens with my music collection. I mean, I've got, um, you know, I don't have a big vinyl collection yet. Uh, I've got a little over 150 titles. I've got 1,300 plus CDs various Blu-rays and DVD audio uh, discs and box sets and things. And sometimes you just can't figure out what you want to listen to. And this also happens to me at work because I listen, I have the earphones on at work in my cubicle. And um, sometimes I'm just not sure what it is I want to listen to. So uh, I've come up with a couple of methods that are very helpful. And I wanted to share those with you. And again, if you have uh, ways that you 
you know, decide what you're going to listen to, uh, I would be open to hearing those as well. So make sure you leave, um, leave me a comment or you can email me at uh, Michael's record collection at gmail.com. So the first way I want to uh, discuss um, is that I keep what I call the rotation and it's, uh, it sounds fancier than it is, but basically what I did was I, I keep a Google document and I jotted down it, it, this thing started at five or 10 maybe, and then grew to 15 and then any more than 15, it's a little, it's a little big, but basically what I do is on this Google doc, I wrote down 15 band names or artist names, and I just decided I'm going to listen to their catalog in their entirety, but rather than maybe get fatigued over the course of a long catalog, like uh, maybe somebody like Prince uh, or you know Elvis Presley or somebody, somebody's got a lot of records out, rather than listen to one after another after another, like some people like to do, uh, I decided to... S- split them out, you know, separate them. So what I do is I have these 15 artists and I will listen to album one and then I move them to the bottom. Next artist, album one, move them to the bottom. That's how I started. Uh, Because different artists have different numbers of albums. They're all over the place now. It's not like I've got 15 rotating out one after another. So um, yeah, it's what I like about this method is that it's a Google Doc, so I can I can get it on my phone, I can get it at work, I can get it at home, uh, whenever I'm having trouble deciding what is it that I want to listen to right now. Because I might have 600 records that any one of them would do in that moment. I'm just not, nothing's really tugging at me over the others. And rather than spending a lot of time on it, I just like to have some kind of method in place that I know what I'm going to be. I, I, I know where I can go and find out what the next thing I'm going to play is. Back in the day, in the 80s, in the early 80s, I used to have an Atari 1200XL computer. Yes, an Atari computer. And I wrote a basic program uh, to help it or help me uh, determine what I was going to listen to. And at that time, I think it was I was mainly into cassettes. I had about 200 or maybe 250. and I just made a random number generator. I assigned every cassette that I bought a uh, a number. And when I would get new ones, I would add to the program. So I would just boot up the computer. Sounds fast, but it's not because even because back then uh, it took longer to uh, boot up a computer than it does now. And everybody complains about how long it takes to boot up their computer now. So imagine that. Uh, and then you had to load the program. Uh, in this case, it was on a floppy disk. <laughs> and I would stick it in there. And so it would take like, you know, I don't know, close to five, six, seven minutes before I could just run the program and it would tell me what album I was going to be listening to. It's like, oh, here you go. You're going to be listening to Never Surrender by Triumph or something. Um, but I did appreciate that because there were times I just couldn't decide and I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. So uh, that was a good method. Now I have other methods. The 15 bands, they rotate out after you go through their discography. At the end of that line, like I'll, I'll have the name of the band or the artist. And in parentheses, I'll have where I left off because I'm old and I forget things. So what was the last one I listened to? Usually I remember anyway uh, when I look at the discography, but sometimes I don't. And it's good to have that information handy. And it's also good to keep that information handy if I'm at work because I have to stream it. And sometimes a streaming service may not have a record from a particular artist. So I may have to skip some. 
but anyway, it still works. The method still works. And then at the end of that, each line, I'll have replace with, and then the next artist that's going to take that, that band's place when I've gone through their discography. Uh, and then at the bottom is where I keep all the extras. It's like, I, I always keep refreshing and, and adding bands. And some, sometimes, I mean, some bands have been on this list a few times, you know, bands that I really like. And, uh, and some, not so much, some, some I'm listening to for the first time. Some I'm, I'm listening to for the last time also, uh, if I'm just not into them, sometimes that happens. Uh, but I like to check out bands that I haven't checked out bands, especially that I've always meant to check out, but never got around to. And then it's a good way to, to get into a discography of a band that you haven't listened to in a while. Maybe something you were really into in junior high or high school. And then, you know, kind of, uh, forgot about them for a while or whatever. But I like the variety and I like uh, that I don't have to listen to one after another after another of the same band. Sometimes I'm in the mood to do that, but often I'm not. I like a little variety. So, uh, for example, Dan Fogelberg, the last one I listened to from Dan was River of Souls. And then I have replaced with uh, Valerie Carter in this case. So what happens is uh, I've got this list at the bottom with more than the 15 and then I just insert them. For example, Bon Iver is now at the top because I just listened to Journey's Revelation earlier today, and which will be replaced with Bob Mould after uh, I finished the Journey catalog. Uh, so I moved it from the top to the bottom. Now, the next one is Bon Iver. Uh, it doesn't have a through whatever because I, I haven't started them yet. So I will listen to Bon Iver's debut album, and then I will put replace with and then I will add Frankie, replace replace with Frankie in the knockouts. I'll move this up to the top. And that will be the next on deck. This is like the on deck circle in baseball. It's like you're next. There's a variety. There's, there's a, you know, singer songwriter stuff, Americana kind of thing. You've got some classic rock queen foreigner. Uh, I went through the whole kiss discography and decided to go back and do the solo albums um, Mumford and Sons, you know, something a little more recent. And then, you know, uh, Dolly Parton, I've been on Dolly Parton's catalog for a long time because her discography is insanely big and, uh, she's been on here for a few months and, uh, I'm still in the 1990s albums of hers. So, uh, I've got a replacement for all of these. And then here's another one that I finished up the previous artist and I have never checked out Halloween. Never. I've, I've heard two or three songs, maybe. And I don't remember, I remember them being okay. So I thought I'd check them out. I don't even remember how they sort of got back on my radar, but that's what happens. I just, I will hear the name of a band or artist and I will jot it down. I will, I will hear somebody mention it, either a friend of mine or maybe something online. And I will say, oh, well, I haven't heard them for a while or, oh, I always been meaning to check out their catalog. And uh, some of the best things I've done is, is, or best things I've discovered is through this method because I recently went through UFO really loved what I heard in their catalog. Same with uh, Nazareth. I had only heard a few albums, but I've now gone through their full discography uh, becoming a big Nazareth fan. And uh, this one, Michael Schenker group. And I even, I just called it MSG because I threw the Macaulay Schenker group uh, albums in there in the middle as well, just went chronologically and see, so you can you can get some things that are, you know, the the on deck person is nothing like the band, <laughs> you know, that they're replacing. And then sometimes you get these runs like Tim Carnes and Dolly Parton in the '80s probably weren't that dissimilar stylistically, I guess. 
But uh, anyway, that's the methodology. 15 bands to listen to. The on-deck circle is next. And then this list down at the bottom, which is kind of like the in the dugout, you know, you get the, the bands that are on the same line as the bands you're listening to. They're on deck. They're in the on-deck circle. They're next. And then this list at the bottom, they're all in the dugout. They're going to get their turn at some point, and they're going to be in the on-deck circle later. Sorry about all the baseball analogies. That's just the easiest way for me to remember it and to try to explain it is that there are these bands at the bottom and that one by one as the bands at the top uh, complete their discographies and the replace with artist gets put in their place, then they need a new artist to go in their on-deck circle and that comes from the bottom. So uh, I just keep an evergreen list of a whole bunch of bands that I want to listen to uh, or I want to check out for the first time. And that's what gives me something to listen to when I don't know what to play. I've been doing this probably for the last year and a half, maybe longer. It's a great way to just keep a constant list of stuff that you can listen to when you don't really know what you're in the mood to listen to. Is it dumb? Probably, <laughs> but it's, it's my, one of my methodologies and, and it works for me. Again, it's, you can make it as complex and artistic as you want. You can change the number of artists, whatever you want to do, whatever works for you. This works for me. And um, it doesn't need to be fancy. Just a regular Google Doc is, is fine with me. Uh, another method that I like to use is what I call the milestone method. And that's if you're like me and you're online a lot and you follow a lot of maybe artists and maybe music outlets a lot of times they'll post when it's somebody's birthday or when an album is celebrating some anniversary and so what i like to do is i like to play those uh something from those artists on their birthday or um like an album on its anniversary for example just earlier this week i was uh saw that it was the 46th anniversary of this release rush of farewell to kings and I decided to play it um, on its anniversary. And it kind of gives it more meaning when you're playing it, like on the day it came out or, or um, you know, some other anniversary uh, or on the, the artist's birthday. Um, so I feel like that that's a, a good way to, to be spontaneous because you don't know from one day to the next what might come up. Some people have really good memories. And they, they can tell you. You know, when everybody's birthday is and their favorite band, when the, each album came out, like the exact date, I don't, the stuff doesn't stick in my head. So I kind of need some help with that. I just, the other day I found out it was Al Stewart's birthday. And so I threw this on the turntable. It's time passages, whether I'm playing a record or, you know, the Blu-ray or the CD. This one just turned 20. Iron Maiden's Dance of Death just turned 20. It doesn't matter what the format is. And sometimes it's just streaming, especially uh, when I'm going through stuff that I don't necessarily own. And, um, and that happens a lot with the, uh, with the rotation method is that some, some of that stuff just has to be streamed and, and that's why it's perfect for work. Um, and then that's pr pretty much where I do my listening um, during the week uh, on streaming with that methodology. But that methodology also works at home if I just can't figure out what it is I want to listen to. And I'll just pick out whatever I'm in the mood for. If I'm in the mood to spin the CD, 
great. If I just want to play it in iTunes, I'll do that. Or if I have the record, maybe that's the good way to go. Normally, I just want to hear something in the best quality that I own. Uh, and sometimes that's a DVD or a Blu-ray. Sometimes it's a CD. Sometimes it's vinyl. So anyway, those are the major ways that I decide what I'm going to listen to when I don't know what I want to listen to. I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope you also uh, maybe have some thoughts that you can share with me on things that you do. Uh, maybe even share some uh, of your secrets on what to pick uh, for a restaurant when you don't know what you want to eat for lunch, because that's a big one. That's a big problem for me. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this silly little um, sidebar into um, you know how to kind of manage your, your listening and your record collection and your CD collection. Uh, that's not something that we often get into on the show, but um, I hope you enjoyed it. I, uh, I enjoyed bringing it to you. I, I've opened up to you. Now you can tell me what an idiot I am and how, how silly my methodology is. Um, and then, of course, there are also other times when I do other things like uh, take the recommendations on Tidal. I used to be on Spotify, but I'm on Tidal now. Sometimes there's really good recommendations or they'll have like the most recent releases that sort of um, are, should be in my wheelhouse based on my listening habits, uh, which are kind of all over the map because I've been doing this, uh, this uh, methodology of, uh, of rotating artists, whether I've listened to them a thousand times or never listened to them at all. So yeah, um, sometimes those streaming services can come up with really good recommendations and can turn you on to some great new music. Sometimes I'll just go to the front page and see what's hot and see what everybody's into. And I'll just listen to that just to see what the fuss is about. That's how I first listened to Olivia Rodrigo, for example. So anyway, uh, that'll do it for this episode of Michael's record collection. Again, I hope you enjoyed it or got something out of it. And um, again, tell me your methods of determining what you want to hear when you're not sure what you want to hear, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, write to me at michaelsrecordcollection at gmail.com. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Michael's Record Collection is hosted and produced by Michael Citro. Logo graphic courtesy of Jerry Cutchins. Follow Michael's Record Collection on social media, at Mike's Records on Twitter, and Michael's Record Collection on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. If you like what you hear, you can support the show through our Patreon at patreon.com slash michaelsrecordcollection. For the free newsletter version, go to substack.com and just type Michael's Record Collection into the search bar. Thanks for listening.